Welcome again to the Love Never Fails podcast. My name is Jeremy Squires. I'm excited that you decided to join me today. Listen, in the first episode, we talked about love. In the second episode, we talked about forgiveness. In episode three, we talked about pride. And in episode four, we're going to talk about unbelief. So let's have a quick word of prayer and let's jump right into the scriptures. Heavenly Father, we pray that we do no damage to your word. Father God, we pray that you shine the light of heaven on our hearts and our mind as me as the speaker and the hearers, that we can hide this word in our heart. You reveal to us where our heart is, where our mind is, Lord, that we can be the men and women of God that you have us to be, that we'll be full of faith and not unbelief and be able to go forth and do your will. Amen. Listen, unbelief is something that every member of the body of Christ will face at some point we all stand wondering what if when will or how will god handle certain situations in our life so know that the unbelief is not oftentimes a crisis of faith it's just a place where you stand wondering what will god do in a situation i want to take you to a passage of scripture that really unfolds unbelief in my opinion and i hope it helps you as it helped me let's look at mark chapter 9 starting at verse 17 understand in mark chapter 9 this is after they've come down from the mountain of transfiguration there's a crowd around uh, the disciples because a man has brought his son to the disciples to be delivered of a what he calls a dumb spirit and the disciples are unable to so the man walks up and begins to talk to jesus amen chapter 9 verse 17 mark chapter 9 verse 17 and here we pick it up And one of the multitude answered and said, Master, I have brought unto thee my son with a dumb spirit. And wheresoever he taketh him, he teareth him, and he foameth, and he gnasheth with his teeth, and pineth away. And I spake to thy disciples that thou should cast him out, and they could not. He answered him and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him unto me. And they brought him unto him, and he saw him straightway, the spirit tear him, and he fell on the ground and wallowed foaming. And he asked his father, How long is it ago since this come unto him? And he said, Of a child. And oftentimes it hath cast him into fire and into waters to destroy him. But if thou canst do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Jesus said unto him, I, if thou canst believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. And straightway the father of the child cried out and said with tears, Lord, I believe, help thou my unbelief. Amen. Listen to this father talk. I believe, but help my unbelief. And I used to look at the scripture and say, well, how can these two things be true? How can he believe? But then he says he has unbelief. And I believe the Lord began to show me this, that he didn't have, he had obviously had faith in the power of God. He believed in the power of Jesus Christ because he brought his son to the disciples. Listen, he believed so much in the power of Jesus Christ. He didn't tell the guys, well, I'll just wait here till Jesus come back. He said, hey, look, y'all with Jesus, I've seen the power that y'all walk in, deliver my son. So he obviously had power, belief in the power of Jesus Christ. Just like us, we obviously have faith in God. We walk with him, we serve him, we live right. But there's some areas in our life that I don't know if God is going to do anything. 
Listen, unbelief can set in because situation has been the same in our life. Patterns happen, things happen, and we're wondering, will this ever be different? Will anything ever change? Will our children be different? Will our spouses be different? Will my job be different? Will my financial situation be different? Will life ever be any different, God? I'm serving you, I'm loving you, but these things seem to be a constant issue in my life. Just like the father, he said, oftentimes this thing is tearing this child apart and trying to take his life. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us. And so we sit there this time today saying, God, if you can do anything, have compassion on me because this thing does not be changing. So this is the area of unbelief. Listen, unbelief is described as faithlessness. Now, that's faithless in a, he has faithlessness in a situation. He believes in the power of God, but in this situation, he doesn't have the confidence that he needs to believe for a change. And we can find ourselves in unbelief. Also, not having the confidence to believe that God can do it. But look at, look at what Jesus said. He says, if thou believe, all things are possible to him that believeth. So we got to understand the message that Jesus gives back. He says, all things are possible if you believe. And the father cries out, I believe. So help my unbelief. So today we got to be in the crowd, God. I believe in you. I believe in your power. I believe in your might. I believe in your scriptures. But help my unbelief, Father. This part of me that is faithless. This part of me that is looking at the situation and saying, hey, God. I don't know how to trust you here anymore. I don't know how to believe here anymore because I've been trusting. I've been believing. I've been praying. I've been fasting, but it don't seem to be changing. This is just a pattern of my life. This is just how who he is. This is just how she is. This is just how I am. This is how life is for me. But I'm telling you today, cry out like the father. I believe, but help my unbelief. Listen, situations come and they've been so such a way in our life so long, we just don't think it can change. But I'm telling you today, if you cry out like this father did, say, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief, you can go forward. You got to cry out like the father did. You know why? Because unbelief won't allow you to have any relationships. You remember, everything we deal with affects the two most important relationships in this world as believers. Our relationship with God and our relationship with our fellow man. Because both of those things must be in good standings as followers of Jesus Christ. So if I have unbelief in, I can't love, I won't forgive, you know, and, and I won't move forward with people. I will never experience a lot of new things in my life because I won't believe that's there for me. I won't love anyone because I won't believe they can love me back. I won't love anyone because I won't believe that they can, can they can be kind to me, that they can be faithful to me, that they can be caring to me. I won't love because I won't believe that um, what I do right will be um, get, given back to me, that I, someone can love me the way I love them, that someone will be be um be kind as I can be to them. So unbelief won't allow you to forgive someone because you won't believe anyone can change. You won't believe circumstances can change. So unbelief hinders you. Unbelief hinders you just like not like like love and forgiveness will, will not having those things will hinder you. Unbelief will keep you believing in the power of God. All things are possible if you only believe. And you have to believe because when you believe you can believe that life can change. 
that great things can happen. But where there's unbelief, you will be cast down. You'll be downtrodden. You won't be full of faith. You won't have the hope. You won't even be able to walk in the callings that God has for you. When you have unbelief, God will call you to the ministry. May God may call you to other things. And you'll believe, nobody don't want to hear me. Nobody ain't going to want to hear me. God didn't call me to that. See, unbelief will hinder even the gifts in you. You will sit in your gifts because you won't believe that God will even grace you and anoint you to do the things he's called you to do. So we must get rid of unbelief out of our lives. Listen, I'm not condemning you because we all deal with unbelief. But we're going to cry out today and forevermore. When we see these areas of faithfulness, faithlessness comes, we're going to say, I believe you, Father. Because I'm coming to you, but help my unbelief. Amen. I want to look, I love this story with this father, but I want to look at another story that also exemplifies a little unbelief. It's the story found in John 11 when Jesus comes to raise um, Lazarus from the dead. All right. John 11, we're going to start at about verse 20 when Jesus comes into town. Okay. And I want you to look at these two sisters, um, have they deal with a little unbelief. All right. Then Martha, as soon as she had heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. All right. You see that? She believes in the power. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou will ask God, God will give it to give it thee. Jesus said unto her, thy brother shall rise again. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believes in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Never, never die. Believest thou this? She said unto him, Yea, Lord, I believe thou art the Christ, the Son of God, which should come into the world. And when she had said so, she went her way and called Mary, her sister, secretly saying, The master is come and calleth for thee. We'll go down to verse 32. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. When Jesus therefore saw her weeping and the Jews also weeping, which came with her, he groaned in his spirit and was troubled. And, and said, Where have ye laid him? They said unto him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. Then said the Jews, Behold how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man which opened the eyes of the blind have caused that even this man should not have died? Jesus therefore again groaning in himself, cometh to the grave. It was, it was a cave and a stone lay upon him. Jesus said, Take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him that was dead, said unto him, Lord, by this time he stinketh, for he hath been dead four days. Jesus said unto her, Said I not unto thee, that if thou wouldest believe it, thou shalt see the glory of God. And as we know as the story goes on, Jesus calls forth Lazarus, and he is raised from the dead. But I want you to notice what these sisters said. Both of the sisters came to Jesus and said to him, If thou had first let's see what Martha says. Martha said, Look, Master, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. So then Jesus says to her, 
he, your brother shall rise again. Now she has forgotten. She don't have belief at this point that Jesus is going to raise, raise him from the dead. She's thinking Jesus is coming in to mourn her brother. But Jesus said, thy brother shall rise again. She immediately goes to resurrection day. Well, I know he'll rise in resurrection. See, look at that. You see that unbelief? She didn't have faith that he would come raise her brother from the dead. But she did believe that if he had been here, the healing power of Jesus Christ would have healed her brother and he'd have never died. So look at that. That's how we are sometimes. We believe in the power of God, but when things look drastic, when things look unchangeable, we don't believe that he can change that for us. So the sister says, yeah, I, I know he arrived in the resurrection. That Jesus reminds her who he is. I am the resurrection and the life. And anytime you hear Jesus say, I am in the scriptures, that's called an I am statement. That's called a God statement. I am is what um, Moses, what God told Moses, he said, who should I say? Sin? He said, I am that I am. So I am is a God statement, always talking about the power of God in him. Anytime you see it, I am. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. So he letting her know what today this thing can happen. All right. So we're going to look down when Mary comes. Mary comes. She sees the Lord and she's running at him. And she says, uh, so she seems she fell down and said, has thou been here? My brother had not died. Once again, she believes in the power of God, but they don't have any idea of faith that he's coming to resurrect their brother from the dead. They're thinking he's coming to a funeral. They're thinking he's coming to mourn. They haven't even thought to the fact that there's a power of God is in him to raise this their brother from the dead. All right? So when Jesus now gets to the tomb, he said, well, you know, he, where you lay him? They walk down to the tomb, and he says, take the stone away. Now, here go Martha again. The one that said, again, if you had been here, he would be alive. And Jesus reminded her. He said, he'll live again. And she said, I know in the resurrection. The Lord said, I'm the resurrection and the life. So Martha says, Lord, by this time he's stinking. For he had been four days. So they understood that after three or four days, um, you know, rigor mortis and all this stuff was set in, that he could not live. You know, he was decaying at that point. But he says, if thou wouldest believe, thou shalt see the glory of God. So she had an area of faithfulness and unbelief in her for this situation. So don't look at the unbelief you have in your life in those areas that you don't know if God going to do it. Don't look at it as you fell away from God. Don't look at it as you having a crisis of faith. The enemy will make you think that you're having a crisis of faith that you don't love God, that you are falling away because you don't have faith in a certain situation. You don't have confidence in a certain situation. That is a lie. We look at these two examples, Martha, Mary, and the father with his child. They're saying, I believe in the power of God, but this situation is a little too much for me. These circumstances have been this way, and I don't know what to do. But we're going to cry out today and forevermore. Whenever we're faced with faithlessness, we're going to cry out, I believe, but help my unbelief. So what do I do now, Jeremy? What I want you to do now going forward, I want you to begin to pray and be honest with God about the areas in your life where you don't have confidence and change. The area of your life where you don't believe anything's going to be a different. The people, the places, the things that you're seeing and wondering, will anything be different? God, will you ever change this? Be honest about it. And you begin to say, like the Father, God, this area, this thing, I don't know. I believe in your power. Will you do it for me? When will you do it for me? How will you do it for me? Because I know you can. Because if thou can do anything, do it. And so you begin to say, God, help my unbelief right here. I need some change. 
I need some difference. I need the confidence in you and begin to pray and be honest with God. He knows the unbelief is there. So you let him know the belief, unbelief is in your heart and begin to cry out and allow him to change you. And then you begin to trust in the power of God. I want you to, and once you begin to cry like the Father, I believe, help my unbelief. When you do that, then I want you to take the limits off God. I want you to put out of your mind that there is nothing possible for God. I want you to put out of your mind that God can't do anything because he said, behold, I am the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? You want to understand that you're serving a God like that. A God that loved you so much that he sent his only begotten son. A God that can do miracles, signs, and wonders. A God that has filled you with the Holy Spirit. The same God that saved you from your sins, delivered you from all matter of evil. All things are possible. The miracle of salvation proves that all things are possible. So go back to that faith that you first had when you first joined the Lord, when you had that zeal to believe that God could do anything, when you would walk around touching people for healing because you believe God was going to heal through you. Go back to that place and take the limits off God again because life will make you put limits on God. Yeah, God can do it, but he won't do it for me. Take that out of your mind. He said, casting all thy cares on you cares on you because you care for me because he cared for you. He said cast all your cares to him because he cared for you. He said in the scriptures God will perfect those things that concern me. So take this thing off your mind that God can do it but he won't do it for you. That somewhere you some kind of wretch or you some unfaithful person or you something that God just is not going to hear your prayers. If you trust God all things are possible. And listen the last thing you got to understand is that God loves you. He said, perfect love casts out all fear. So if you know God loves you, no matter what the situation is in your life, God loves you. He's concerned about it. And his perfect love will cast out the fear of you believing that it can't happen. Understand this. Unbelief comes sometime. It don't mean you're a sinner. It don't mean you're far away from God. But it means that you need to have confidence in God in this area. That means you need to address the faithlessness about this situation. And flesh and life and time will put that faithfulness in you. But you pray for a heart for God. You pray for a heart to believe. You pray for a heart to trust that you can love, that you can forgive, that you can be the man and woman of God that God has called you to be. Listen, you don't have to stand in unbelief. Just cry out to the Father, God, I believe, but help my unbelief and watch God do the miracle in your life. Once again, when you're facing these situations, cry out to God and say, I believe, help my unbelief and watch what God does when you open your heart to believing and trusting him again. Listen, my time is up. I really thank you for joining me today. I love you and I, I love the word of God and I believe that we can be great if we continue to trust God. But once again, this is the Love Never Fails um, podcast. We got to love one another. We got to love God and we got to trust him for what he's going to do in our lives. Be blessed. We'll talk to you next time. If you listen to this podcast today and you don't know the Lord Jesus as your Savior, you can pray this prayer and you will be saved. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I am a sinner, but you died for me. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. Take control of my life from this day forward. 
Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. Congratulations and welcome to the family of God. If you pray that prayer today, I would love to hear from you. So reach out to me at loveneverfails.run and let us know that you've made that commitment to Christ. Have a wonderful day.